Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to Stadium MK, which I can best describe it as being in Team Valley and a football stadium in the middle of it. Uh, it's pretty, pretty bizarre. Uh, anyway, I'm joined on my left by Graham. You alright, Graham? Yeah, not bad. Uh, it, it is a bit... Uh, it's, it's supermarkets, isn't it, basically? <laughs> it's, it's just literally a shopping centre with a football stadium in the middle of it. And we're joined by Paddy from Wales. You alright, Paddy? Not too bad, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying Wales. It's a lot nicer than Milton Keynes. It's been a long time yeah. since I've been on our podcast. How have you been doing down in Wales? It has. Yeah, it's, it's been good. Uh, getting settled into the job. Being a, being a trained journalist now, so it's, it feels all right, yeah. Pass, I passed my probation, so I'm no longer a trainee. So. Sheep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great, come on. I've heard that joke too much. No sheep yet, then. And, uh, <laughs> and also, is Harry. How are you doing, Harry? Uh, nice to meet you, yeah. All good. Um, all good. Looking forward to the game. Uh, Obviously a little bit disappointed that we've got to go to MK for a league game. Obviously, <laughs> Tim Pot Club is this, but you know at the same time, just hoping for the three points yeah. at the end of the day. We'll see how we get on. You've not been to many Sunderland games since you've looking forward to one. So. Oh, it's been a long time. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, just go, it was when we were, me and Pad went to Shrewsbury and just just the standard of football is just dire at the moment, just watching it, but still got to do it. Still exactly. got to do it. Exactly, and we are on a good run as well. And also is my cousin Jack as well. How are you doing, Jack? Uh, yeah, really good. Had a decent journey down. Uh, like you've said, it's just been like in the middle of the Metro Centre, really, in the football stadium. So, yeah, so, I'm half yeah, expecting that that Metro crazy. train just to come round the corner. It's so bizarre. It's so mental. I did say last week on the podcast it's a lovely stadium, but I'm really going to change my mind. It's like you walk, you walk in passing. It's like you're going past Tesco and people come out the weekly shops, and it's like you're off to a football game. It's I don't know. It's doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Well, it doesn't feel right to the fact that we're I'm recording not. a podcast outside of TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that tells you enough, just as it is. <laughs> I mean, we're outside of TGI Fridays, literally looking at the ground. So, I mean, it tells you enough. Where should go for a pint Wagaman was a TGI? <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, I wanted Nando's. <laughs> it is crazy. Got McDonald's over there, but no Burger King. On the flip side, the fact that McDonald's is open, if Eddie McGeady's travelled. Exactly, yeah. We'll get Maguire one if he scores, won't we? I'll buy him loads. He's been mint since he's been So we're going to get into the team and Sunderland do make one change from uh, last week. And it is a John McLaughlin and goal, a back three. We're going to say back three now, aren't we? Because yeah, we're doing back well. Three, yeah. Back three of uh, Lynch... 
Lynching. Oz to, yes. <laughs> so, sorry, just breaking the team news to Graham. <laughs> Back three of Lynch, Willis and Oz Turk. Where's Flanagan? Flanagan's on the, on the bench. bench. I'm getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the wing backs of Luke Gorn, 9 and 10 for Hume. Middle two, uh, Max Power and George Dobson. Dobbo. Double. Double. <laughs> double appreciation. Double. And then a front three of uh, Luke, uh, not Luke, nine, uh, Denver. Shit. <laughs> Cut that, John. Right, so it's half time. It's what can only be described as an absolute bore of a first half. Um, I think our. Original footage got cut. We're going to try again. So, Sunderland do line up with John McLaughlin and goal. Three centre halves of uh, Lynch, Willis, and Ozturk. Uh, two in the middle of midfield Dobson and Power. Wing backs of Luke O'Nine and Deborah Hume. And up front is Chris Maguire, Lyndon Gooch, and Charlie Wyke. And the first half has pretty much been a non event. Um, Sunderland had a really good chance within the first eight minutes and fell on a free kick, headed across, and Adam Ozturk managed to miss from two yards out. Managed to put it wide. Um, Barlat has literally been nothing from Sunderland. MK Dons have grew into the game. Uh, Dean Lewington probably should have seen red for a really rash tackle on Lugo 9. But like I say, Barlat has been nothing. So to talk us through the first half, we've got Paddy and Harry back. Paddy? We, just, we haven't got going. We've been all over the place at the back. You know, We just haven't got confident on the ball. And it's, it's worrying because I, I was saying to Harry here, like, if they, could, if they could finish, we'd be in danger. But unfortunately for us, they're, they're no good in front of the goal. If they were, then it would be a different story. Yeah, we're lucky we've played a Tim Pot League one team. I think that's the best thing about it. There's a reason why they're in the bottom three or the bottom four, and you can say that. They can't. They play nice football, they play attractive football, they play Sunderland off the park. We've not got close. Do you think we're taking them a little bit lightly, considering they're at home and we're on a really good run of form? Do you think we just kind of thought we're going to show up and win? I, th- I think we sort of we've, we've got that mindset. It looks of like we've won our last two games. If you want to play the ball out the back, that's absolutely fine. We'll sit off you. We'll let you do that. But the second it's coming into midfield, there's no pressure. Second balls are getting lost all the time. We're losing silly challenges. Obviously, Lewington should see red. I mean, how he stayed on the pitch for that, I, I do not know. When, when we do get on the ball and when we do go forward, we look like we can create something. But again. If that's happened two times in what? Oh, first half? Yeah. We've managed to conjure up one opportunity for one I can think of, and I believe it's Alan Ozturk. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but it looked like Ozturk uh, managed to miss from two yards out. I mean, that's it though, isn't it, Paddy? That- it, it's, it, it's, it's typical how like the one the one good chance we carve out for the centre half. It's, yeah, it's, it's typical, isn't it? It was a nice free kick, you know, a nice knock across, across the six yard box, sets up the chance perfectly. Then you've got our centre half there to. I mean, that's not really an excuse because any professional footballer should be able to, put, to be buried it from that Should part. be able to put you that ball to. in the back of the net from yeah, where he was. You have to be, especially in that position. You've got yeah. to be playing that. Way. There's no excuse, there. it doesn't matter what position you're playing. No chance. I suppose the only thing I can take from the first half is that we're not behind. That's, that's all I can. It's all I'm taking from it. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, defending relatively well, they're, we're letting them have the ball and they're not, they're just not, they haven't got anything up front of it. So it's so easy for us in the half. They're trying to play off from the back. Just nothing in the in the final third. When we're getting it in the final third, that final ball's really off us. I kind of think we need to change the formation a you little bit. You know it's a concern at half-time 
when Charlie White is receiving the ball at the right wing position. Yeah, yeah. Charlie White should never be receiving the ball at the yeah, right wing yeah. position. And he the fact the... that he's putting the ball in. It was a really good ball as well, it but it went to where you want Charlie White to be, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that the yeah. problem? It literally went to the space where White should have been yeah. to be on the end of it. He's, well, probably, he's, just, uh, he's not turned around to everyone after that and gone, right, that's why I'd like yeah. it. And if you could do what I've just done, yeah. that'd be wonderful, thank you. That's literally what I want when I'm in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I say, the one kind of funny thing I'm taking from this, that we've got like George Dobson, who's Graham Falk's stunt double. And then we sat here, I'm going to have to take a picture of Harry because Harry's literally Marv from Home Alone stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. So that's the one thing I'm taking from it. So, yeah. Anyway, hopefully we'll come back at full time. Um, it's going to be me and Jack at full time because unfortunately we have to say goodbye to these two because uh, I'm going to get probably miss a bus if I don't, if I hang around. <laughs> and I really don't fancy staying in Milton Keynes for the night because it's fucking horrible. Um, but thank you very much, Paddy. Cheers, Harry. And uh, we'll see you full time. Thank you very much. Right, so we're back on the bus, it's full time uh, Suddenly managed to get a vital three points Thanks to an absolute storm and go by Lyndon Gooch I think probably just about deserved it Second half was a lot better than the first um, I'm here with Jack, Jack, what do you reckon of the second half? Just managed to scrape it, do you reckon? Uh, yes, second half a lot better um, Seems like we stepped up the pitch a little bit little bit further Decided to press them a little bit more um, In the second half than what we did the first Which obviously put them uh, under a little bit of pressure And... Uh, to be fair I thought the goal was coming I didn't think the goal is, would be as good as, as what it was I thought it might have been a scrappy goal a uh, scrappy little 1-0 but uh, Lyndon Gooch absolutely superb strike to, to win us the game move us back into the top six kind of sums up what Gooch has actually done in the last three weeks or so since he's come back from injury he's been a different player for me I mean it's an, it's an absolute beauty I mean he gets the ball on his, on his wrong foot cuts in curls it right in the top corner I mean they're the, they're the kind of goals that might get us promoted do you think uh, yeah I mean obviously I, I thought we would have scored before we did but when it gets to that sort of minute of the game you, you start thinking it, it might not come we weren't really creating many chances around the box for all the pressure that we had we weren't really testing their goalkeeper and like you say them sort of goals winning 1-0 away from home um, with with a strike out of nowhere probably does probably does get you promoted hopefully at the end of the season if you can keep that sort of consistency up we also had a good uh, laugh about the goal because uh, I don't know if anyone's seen it but he literally scores runs into the corner celebrating the goal and, uh, and then Gooch for some reason gets a yellow card for celebrating with a fan that entered the field of play I mean it's it's strange isn't it I mean I'm glad he's not on four yellow cards because that was ridiculous madness for me I mean I, I obviously went absolutely mad when, when he scored the goal because it was a great strike but then obviously when it dies down a little bit and Gooch is like walking back towards uh, our half and, and the referee gives him a yellow card for like going to the corner flag and our fans like going onto the pitch and Gooch gets booked. I, I seen Gooch point actually to like where he'd gone on the pitch. He, he never left the field of play. nowhere near, nowhere leaving oh, even the field of play. It's, it's, he went, it's he so went to corner strange. flag, corner flag max for me. And then uh, he's been yellow carded but um, it's Sunderland, you know what I mean? The, the referees look to book. Sunderland players at every opportunity at, at this level it seems especially uh, especially when we get something good going it was getting awards I mean uh, we scored relatively late on I think it was what the 78th minute or something along those lines did you think that although I think Parkinson's come in for a lot of praise recently and he has done well especially with the, with the second half that we came out and we actually took the game to them but I think that maybe the changes were going to come a little bit too late I mean we scored literally five minutes after Rafferty came on uh, Rafi had nothing to do with the goal but I think he made himself look, he looks as if he's played at a higher level but probably could have been changed a little bit earlier uh, for me 
personally, obviously, I'm not the manager. The manager obviously knows a lot more than me, but I probably would have made a couple of changes earlier on. I thought we might have maybe done with a little bit more pace to stretch them a little bit. I thought they started to look tired um, as it started to get towards 70 minutes, 75 minutes. Um, he's obviously brought Lafferty on, Lafferty done well, um, and, and, and we've scored after that. But I, I, I did think that changes maybe should have been made before we got before we got the goal. But obviously the manager knows more than me, and we've won one nil. So he'll probably say that that's uh, justified, like his, his, his change at, at that end of the game. But it's all opinions at the end of the day. But for me, maybe should have made changes earlier than what we did. Maybe try and test them a little bit more. Um, but. We've obviously we've obviously scored it in that period of the game and won the game from there. So, I mean, I thought I mean I thought that the MK Dons were poor. I thought for me, um, and I, I thought they dug in. I thought they dug in first half. I thought I thought they made it their type of game first half. Um, right. What what would they would probably prefer? I thought they made it a bit more um, second ball sort of stuff, especially in the first half, which um, they would prefer. Being in the position that they're in, we're obviously going to prefer getting the ball down and, and, and trying to play it. But it wasn't to be in the first half; it was a little bit scrappy. But second half, we obviously took it to them a little bit more. As soon as the second half kicked off, and once they started tired to get tired, for me there was only one team that was going to go on and win the game. We seemed to let the shadows off as well. Once once the goal went in, the confidence went high. We probably should have scored another one. I mean, Ali Mosturk's probably not had the greatest. Um, time in front of goal even though he's not paid to score goals uh, I thought he defended brilliantly mind but uh, his chance right at the end uh, Rafferty's got the ball knocked it back our five yards out headed over the bar I mean that, that could have changed the game and I think the crowd would have gone mental if he'd managed to score I mean it's, it's a poor it's a poor effort isn't it yeah I mean Lafferty's obviously done really well I mean it was a good ball into to a deep area um, Lafferty, Lafferty's paled away found himself in quite a bit of space and Normally, you would think he was going to shoot there on his debut to like get the headlines, but he's used his head. He's, he's put it back across the face of goal, probably on a plate for Ozturk to be fair. And, and Ozturk's uh, put it over the bar. I mean, obviously, I was watching it from in the corner, so might have come at him at a little bit more pace than, than what we thought at the time. But for me, I, I probably thought he should have scored. And luckily, luckily, it hasn't come back to aim. Obviously, haunt us a little bit, but um, yeah, I do think he should have scored from that. But credit to Lafferty for putting it back across the face of goal. Um, at that moment in the game when obviously debut coming on he might have just decided to well. just hit that well um, for me our standout player again was obviously Lyndon Gooch Luke 9 but I thought once again Denver Hume on that left hand side I mean he is and what he did today was brought his improvement in defending like he, he cut out there their right midfield there when he was thought, coming in I thought he's one I thought sorry I thought he's one v one defending today was a lot, lot better than what uh, I've seen when we've obviously played at home um, he, obviously he's grown into that position on uh, the left hand side he's obviously stretching teams by literally hugging the touchline a lot of the times even when we've got the ball on the right hand side are you but, worried that someone will come in from like in the transfer looks I'm quite worried that him and Cooch no, might, I, might, might get an offer like. I don't think anybody will come in from in this window I think obviously he's, he's got his head down he's improved since August when obviously he got taken off like twice in, within like the first two months of the season or so he's obviously got his head down he's working hard lollipop <laughs> And at the moment he's made that position, he's, he's obviously he's own at the moment, he's looking very comfortable in there, which is great. 
and another clean sheet as well, which um, that's two in a row. And we just look more compact now and more settled with Willis as to obviously Lynch coming today and did a job. Um, McLaughlin looks more comfortable as well now. Um, do you think now, obviously Friday coming up, that we've really got nothing to fear now? No, nothing to fear. Nothing to fear at all. I mean, I think obviously away from home today, it's obviously been a little bit different from playing there at home the previous two weeks when they've really got our teams there. Uh, opening. Yeah, that's the thing. They've shown a different side to them, which I wasn't sure that they had, to be fair. But um, obviously, like at home against Lincoln against Wickham, we really got at them. Opening 10, 15 minutes, really pressed them. Today was a little bit more cagey in the first half. They've obviously regrouped in the second half. Decided that pressing them a little bit higher was going to work. Started believing in their own ability a little bit more. Second half in terms of pressing them up the pitch. Um, but no, I don't think we should fear anybody at the moment um, the way we're playing because I think teams. I think when you look at Wickham last week, Wickham being top of the league, and I know it was at home, but even Wickham underneath the press panicked. Yeah. So I think any team in and around us or below us in this division. If you get them pressed high up the pitch, especially with sort of the system that we're playing at the moment, we'll panic, and I think that plays into our hands. Fitness levels again for 90 minutes didn't stop running again, did we? I think, I think Maguire obviously the fitness levels throughout the team, but Maguire for me, Maguire tries to win a ball back inside our own half in nearly an added time. He gets a yellow card for standing too close to the ball from the free kick, but. He, he tried to win the ball back early doors and he, I think he must have ran from the halfway line over towards the left-hand side to try and win the ball back at that stage of the game and you would have never have thought that from Chris Maguire back in November, uh, early December time. So I think obviously the fitness levels have improved across the pitch and he's the standout one where fitness levels have improved. So credit, credit to him. Certainly. And um, obviously Will Wilson is credit to Phil Parkinson for turning it around. I mean... After the Bolton game, I mean, we were. I was going for Parkinson's head. But in the last three weeks, we've just been a different team, haven't we? And fair, fair play to them. We put a really, uh, really interesting article on on uh, on local report on Monday about a week like humble pie. I'm kind of like, I'm still not ready to taste me humble pie yet. But at the end of the day, he does deserve a lot of credit for turning it around. And um, I, at the end of the season, if we go up, I'll have mine with custard. I'm, I'm sure a lot of fans will agree. Yeah, I mean, obviously against Bolton at home, I thought that was the end. Obviously, I was standing at the back of the south stand and people chanting for Kevin Phillips. And uh, obviously, the performance on the pitch was absolutely dire at the time. But fair, fair play to him, he's turned it round. At, at the moment, obviously, uh, I agree with Anthony. I'm not entirely on the Parkinson in bus. I'm not entirely on that. But at the moment, we are obviously playing well. Whether that's... Uh, due to the fact that when he's came in he's tried to improve the fitness levels and it's taken longer than what he's expected and the style of play that we're currently now playing is like obviously due to his hard work and due to his coaching staff's hard work or whether it's just a case of maybe changing the style of player a little bit pushing us further up the field and, and, and actually being more positive against teams rather than and, uh, sitting back that like what we were during uh, November and obviously looked at maybe it's the start of December a little bit I would say definitely so I will, we'll wrap it up now and um, I'll get your prediction for Friday um, obviously because it's your first time on the podcast and we don't know when we'll hear from you anymore so um, I mean I'm personally going to go for for a 2-1 win um, probably go for Lafferty to get his first goal for us I would actually start Lafferty to be 
and Max Power. We'll say Max Power. Uh, what are you going to go for? Uh, I went for 2 0 before the game. I did predict that uh, I think Gooch would score today, and then obviously uh, Lafferty. Obviously, Lafferty came on, done really well. Obviously, didn't get his goal. But I think I'll go for 3 1 next Friday. Um, obviously, we've kept two clean sheets off the belt. I'm not sure if we'll go for three clean sheets off the belt, but at home, uh, confidence. Obviously high. I think we'll win three uh, one. Goal scorers will go for. Uh, I think Charlie White might get back on the score sheet. I think uh, George Dobson might score a goal, and I think uh, Chris Maguire might get back on the on the score sheet as well. Wonderful. So thank you very much, Jack, for joining us for uh, the MK Done podcast, whatever you want to make of it. Um, cheers for Paddy, for uh, Harry, and for Graham earlier on in the piece. Um, I've been Anthony. Hope you enjoyed yourselves and. Fantastic win again, so cheers. Are we well, take care, bye bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.